Iowa everywhere. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Chris Williams. Chris. Chris Hassel. Two guys named Chris. Presented by Fairway Meat and Grocery. From the Channel Seed Studios, this is Iowa Everywhere. Channel Seed. Seedsmanship at work. Welcome aboard to a Thursday installment of Two Guys Named Chris here on Iowa Everywhere. My name is Chris Williams. I am joined, as always, by Chris Hassel in sunny Florida. Matt Van Winkle produces the program. And, of course, we are in the Channel Seed Studios, presented, as always, by our friends at Fairway Meat and Grocery. You feel like you're, you're – you sound like you're ready to hit the ground running today. Like um, you sound like you're all just raring up. and ready. Dude, this is a huge show. We have so much to get to. We got Rodney Terry committing a cardinal sin of college basketball coaches. We have Caden Proctor rumors. Iowa was, has been turned down by Paul Christ. <laughs> we have all sorts of stuff. We got Brock Purdy playing the Packers in the NFL playoffs. We have all sorts and, of great stuff to get to. And I know that there's some Iowa State Packer fans yeah, that are having a hard time with this. Very much so. I want to start the show by just going horns down, just to get the good vibes going here. Horns down. How about UCF? They've already beaten Kansas and Texas. It's crazy, isn't it? Can we start here? So this is Rodney Terry. The guy. The only reason this guy has a job is because Chris Beard's a bad human by all means. Um. So the the UCF players last night they beat they win in Austin. And this guy, so this is the second time I know that he's done this. He did this to Jaron Holmes last year. I've been around Iowa State basketball for 20 years. Jaron Holmes is one of the nicest young guys that's ever come through that program. Like, he's the type of guy you want your daughter to marry, okay? Super good dude. And he got in Jaron's face last year in the handshake line about celebrating too much after they beat Texas in that highly emotional game, if you can remember Tyrese Halliburton's return. Yeah. Or not was Tyrese, he, Hal, Tyrese Hunter. Did Holmes do the horns down? I don't even remember if it was horns down, it was, but it wasn't was, it Oshun that was doing it during like at the end of the game. Shun did the horns yeah, there's down. There's a great picture of it. Yeah, great, great, good, good memory there, Matt. He got in Jaron Holmes's face after the game. So last night, um, Coach Terry does that in the handshake line uh, where he's. He's get he's being confrontational with these Central Florida players, and we're gonna play the audio of what happened in post game afterwards. Because as you like to say, Doctor Lou, charm and soft work here by Rodney. Charm and soft. The the problem I have here is this guy. You know he's gonna talk a lot about respect and disrespect and how to do it. He is breaking a cardinal sin of. 
college basketball coaches, really coaching anywhere, about minding your own business and not disciplining my players. Let me, you know, I'm supposed to have the trust in you to discipline your guys to, you know, play with a level of class or whatever. This guy has a legitimate problem about getting in other other coaches' players' faces after games. This is multiple times we've seen this guy do it. Listen to this Charmin Soft comments after the game from Texas head coach Rodney Terry. Big believer in, uh, you know, you win the right way, you lose the right way. And, you know, I always tell my guys, you know, um, whether you win or lose, you win the right way. You lose the right way. You carry yourself the right way. You don't go through the handshake line or proud of getting to the handshake line and have about six or seven guys putting the horns down. We don't do that, you know, because when you do those kind of things, it looks very classless, and it also looks like you were just hoping to win. We never go into games trying to hope to win. We go into games expecting to win. So we don't act like that. You know, we expect to win. We don't jump up and down like like we won a national championship. We sure don't step on anyone's home court deal and act crazy and try to show them up in any way. We don't do that. You know, so that's what I was angry about. And I was letting those guys know you don't do that. You know, you guys won. Hey, we shake, you know, shake your hand, tip our head to you, but we're not going to let you act that way in our building. You're not going to do that. You're not going to put your horns down and do all that nonsense. I could do a whole show on this particular topic. You know where I stand, Hassel. What do you think about everything that happened last night? Um, I mean, the the stuff that he's saying there in the post game, he's almost talking about them like he's they're his own players. And yeah. as you said, these are not his players; these are someone else's players. And, and while you might not do that. Other teams might. I mean, you, you got to put yourself in the shoes of UCF. They get one crack at Texas. One crack at them before they go to the SEC. They're brand new to the conference. It's the one trip to Austin that they're going to get. And they just shock you. They're having fun. I Look, I can kind of see both sides of this, honestly. Like, he's... Uh, he looks a little foolish, but if you're going to do it, if you're going to do the horns down, like right in the handshake line, you've got to expect some blowback. Like there's got to be blowback, either it, whether it's from a coach or other players. And I think most of the time it's going to come from players, not coaches. This time it came from the coach. That. I mean, I'd rather see a Texas player get up in their face and say, hey, don't disrespect us on our home court. I don't know. I just kind of feel like everybody complaining about what Rodney Terry is saying is kind of like all the Texas people complaining about people doing the horns down. Like, if you're going to do it, get ready for something coming back your way. The horns down thing is taken on a life of its own. You know, they, they kind of did this to themselves. It's yes, they like did. The, they, there's no question they did it to themselves. And the Big like 12 you, didn't help with that. When when they said, no, you can't do that. It's going to be a penalty. Like, is anybody anybody here, like, if you have a sibling, older or younger, and you bicker with them when you were kids, and you, once you find out that, you know, like a button to press with that sibling, and then you just keep doing it, 
Yes. That's what we've all done with the horns down. It was not a Correct. thing until they made it one. So, I mean, it's a thing. It's it, it's not new. What's new is this, oh, you can get a penalty for this. You're going to be reprimanded for this. We're going to have this crazy reaction to this. That's the new part of it. Rodney Terry needs to worry about making his own team better and less about what every other player that they're competing against is doing at the end of the day. That is an unwritten rule. Leave my guys the hell alone. I'll leave your guys the hell alone. Yeah, don't and try to coach my guys. And that's that's where I'm with you. You I'm ever see you Bill Self do this? You see Tom Izzo do this? No. Worry about your own team. Let the other coach handle his business. I was disappointed that the Central Florida coach was so classy after all this. Matt, do you have his? I don't even know what his name is. There, it, don't worry about it. He basically was like, "Yeah, I'll, I'm going to review the tape." Are you talking about US UCF's coach? UCF's coach. Yeah. That's Johnny Dawkins. Johnny Dawkins. Thank you very much. He was he was very classy about it after the game. But it's just like, it's a it is an unwritten rule. Don't do it. I'll take care of my guys. You take care of yours. Regardless, here it is, real quick. He was. That's, that's not the type of program we run. So if I see that, I will be addressing that personally from my standpoint. You know, I know Coach Terry. He's a great man. You know, I have a lot of respect for his program, Coach Heath. He and I go way back. You know, coaching against each other in the American. So, you know, you know, we're all about having class as a program. So I'll go back and review what happened, and if there's any action that needs to be taken on my end, you know, from our staff, I will do that. Whatever. That was a lame answer. But way to take the high road, coach. Well, Hassle. I mean, I think I think it's the right answer. Yeah, you don't pick a fight at that point. But if I'm that guy, if I'm Johnny Dawkins, I'm sure as hell looking up Rodney Terry after the press conference to have a private conversation. But I don't think he will because he's the UCF head coach and you're in Austin, mm -hmm. Texas. I mean, there's a... And you're really not... Are, are they even going to see them again this season? Unless like, you see are, each is other there, in the... Big 12 in tournament. The, in the tournament, yeah. Yeah. Uh, two guys named Chris here on your Thursday. Hassel's coming to Iowa. We'll get to that. We want to talk about Caden Proctor leaving Alabama. And I think uh, well, let's, let's just go right there and we can bounce around because I think this is the story of the day. Hassel, people, smart people who are in the know here, think he's oh. going to Iowa. Check it off your bingo card. Nori barking in the background. Yes. He is so, the clubhouse leader. To Iowa is the clubhouse leader for Caden Proctor right now. Now, not to say that somebody else can't swing in here, and but I, I mean, I, I've actually done a little homework on this, believe it or not, and that's... He is the clubhouse leader. Iowa is the clubhouse leader for this guy. How do you feel? I'm stunned by this because... You're right. This isn't just Nori. Nori's excited about Shut you. up, Nori. Potentially coming. So there's, I, we're, we're, my wife is still, we're still in the process of just redoing this. Like in the, the I'm, a, I'm getting podcast. my kitchen refreshed right now and you can't even hear it. That's how quiet those guys are. Kitchen refresh is here right now. Can't hear a thing. Well, you're an elitist in a much bigger house than I do. Nori. No. You've never even been to my house. How do you know it's much bigger than you? Well, you live in you live in Bondurant. All those houses are the same size. I've seen. Thank you. It's a three bedroom ranch, for God's sake. Oh, okay, so let's get back to Proctor. Four different crystal balls 
at 24-7 Sports have him going to Iowa. This isn't just... No. Th- go. Sorry. I interrupted. This isn't just you know fans suggesting no. he might come back. This isn't even just like an Iowa reporter. Let's just say, for instance, David Eicholt. It's not just him, okay? The- Chris Hummer, national writer, and Steve Wiltfong, who runs the whole damn thing, Director of football recruiting all have Iowa as the crystal ball prediction. And I'm telling you, usually when this happens, it is a slam dunk. This doesn't happen. The way it went down yesterday, I'll give you a little media hack for everybody. You don't see these guys make a projection like that minutes after a guy enters the portal unless they know something. Agree. I just, I don't understand it. This day and age, like he was going to go to Iowa, flipped to Alabama. Okay, went to play for, maybe that was his whole thing. Like, I want to play for Nick Saban. He got Saban's last year. He had an incredible year. He was amazing. He was one of the best offensive linemen in the SEC. Saban leaves. Okay, I can see that. Open it back up. Does Iowa really have anywhere close to the amount of money, not just Alabama, but anyone else that's going? Because I mean, everyone would want this kid. Everyone. Georgia. I thought Oregon. he'd go to Oregon when I heard that. Well, and I and, assumed he would hit the portal like everybody else. You're dumb not to hit the portal on a coaching change if you're Caden Proctor because at the worst case scenario, you're going to get to stay at Bama for more money. Is it possible that he just doesn't care about the money? Is that well, possible this day and age? When the yes. Because, look, Iowa can give him – it's all relative. Iowa can give him a good amount of money, all right? We know they gave Cade McNamara a good amount of money. They probably raised quite a bit of money just in the last 24 hours since this happened. But there's no They've way – They've raised like a hundred grand. There's no the way that they're going to be able to pay Caden Proctor, let's just say, a million dollars. Someone else could. Yes. So here's how I see it. Maybe there's something at play, and I have heard a little bit about homesickness and just wanting to be closer to home. If that's the case, that's priceless. Oregon can't compete with that, right? Mm -hmm. My fear, um, if, if I'm Caden Proctor and I'm making this move, would be, one, I don't know an offensive coordinator yet. Two... This is the worst offense in college. Not not one of the the worst for for two years running. My fear would not be the money now. It's will this impact my draft stock? Because I, I'm a big believer that Iowa's offensive line is not as bad as what it has been perceived to be. When you know the plays, when the defense knows the plays, the line can only do so much. What I would be fearful of if I'm Caden Proctor would be I would want to have a long conversation with Kirk Ferentz. I'm not saying it's a deal breaker. Ferentz has put a hell of a lot of offensive linemen in the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. He's not dumb when it comes to this position. That's why we thought Proctor would go there in the first place. In-state kid, you've got this university two hours away that's constantly cranking out offensive linemen into the NFL. So it made sense at the time. Things have changed. 
And I would, if I'm Proctor's camp, I want to have a long conversation. But what the hell are you doing with this offense? Because I can't play on what you've been dishing out the last two years. Because regard, it's going to hurt my draft stock. It and will. That's the that's the number one thing, right? I mean, I, yes. I I talked money first because this day and age, that's where it goes to. It goes to nil and all that, and that's that's what a lot of decisions are made off. But man, are you really, are you really going to put your trust in? And unknown. Don't know who the offensive coordinator is going to be. Now, maybe Kirk Ferentz does know, and he's telling Caden Proctor through the grapevine, this is who it's going to be. It's going to be great. It's going to be good. Offensive line is going to be a lot better. But can can you trust that? I Look, we're not talking about three, four years ago here. Like The Tyler Linderbaum era seems like a long time ago. These last couple of seasons, it it, it is it has been as ugly as it gets. And is is one guy going to change that? Well, even when Linderbaum was there, we were talking about offensive line problems. Like we knew he was great. W- but. Yes, but it wasn't it wasn't as bad as it's gotten. Like this no, is I, all. I, Chris, I truly believe that those players that Iowa has, they may they're my, they're probably not a top five. Ference line or anything like that. I don't think they're nearly as bad as what they've been made out to be. Agree. But I think it's the scheme. But do we really think that the scheme is going to change for next season? I mean, it, I, God, I hope so. It has to have some capacity. But th- it, it looks like nobody wants to go and be the offensive coordinator there. Paul Chris doesn't. We thought that that, I thought that would be as good of a hire as Kirk Ferentz could have made, and Chris has turned it down. How do you from, think that went? How did it go down? If I had to guess, I think Chris wanted to take the job. I think he thought about it, and people in his ear said, Paul, if you want to be a head coach again, you can't go and take that job. Look at every Iowa offensive coordinator in the Ferentz era. It's never ended well. I think I bet that Paul that's... Chris wants to be a head coach again. Like You can't go and take that job if you want to be a head coach again. Agree, and I think also part of it is... He... He probably asked, "Can I can I do it my way?" And Kirk Ferentz probably said, "Well, to a point. Sure, we can talk about it, but this is what we do. This is how we win. I just won ten games last year. This is Good the point. way you win at Iowa. And yes, you can call your plays, but they're going to be plays I approve. <laughs> and that that's that's how I feel it went down." And Paul Chris was like, not, no, that's not, that's not going to make me look good. And that's not going to give us the best chance to win. And that's not going to help my career. Regardless, this is um, a huge story. I mean, you're talking about if Iowa could pull this off, you're signing a, an elite left tackle, which is as hard of a – it's right there with quarterback in the transfer portal. You've got D linemen offensive linemen and quarterbacks that are all kind of getting paid the most. So this would be a really big deal if they could if they could land this guy. It's a good story considering he's from Iowa. I was for sure like if it I, I don't know about the personal side of things. If I'm Caden Proctor, I'm gonna go get paid a million dollars by Phil Knight. I'm gonna go play on one of the best offenses in college football for two years and I'm a top five draft pick. But 
there's clearly more to it at play here. And this would be really cool if he decided to come home and we'll see what happens. But it's, man, it's hard. Like, when is this offensive coordinator search going to be over with? Would be my first question. Who's going to be my coach? And when is it going to be over? Yeah, I, the, I don't know. The, the The offense has been a national laughing stock for years. And now the offensive coordinator search is becoming a laughing stock because there's, it doesn't seem to be any urgency from Iowa. None. Well, that was my kitchen refresh take on the Hawks. How about that? Kitchen refresh, Iowa is upstairs right now, refreshing my kitchen for a fraction of the cost of what it would. Do you know how much new cabinets are? Take a stab at it, Hassel. Well, you, you've already told us it's hundreds of thousands of dollars to yes, replace for new cabinet. cabinets. I'm spending I mean, a fraction the, uh, with kitchen refresh. Cost more than the actual house. I'm days. encouraging you folks out there, take your tax refund and put it back into your home with my friends from Kitchen Refresh Iowa, kitchenrefreshiowa.com. I'll be I'll show you guys pictures and I'll do some videos as they uh, are, are. Hopefully my kitchen's done, I think, tomorrow because it, it's not a long process. It doesn't take very long at all. Uh, so we're going to go from Kirk Ferentz to Coach Prime. This, this, this is epic. Did you see what the Sanders boys are up to? Sanders boys, no. Dion's kids. So they oh, missed God, their that. They missed their first team meeting of the year, but they but Coach Prime gave his blessing uh, so that Shadir and Shiloh could head to Paris for Fashion Week to be models. Look at look at these guys walking down the walking down the modeling line here. There's Shadir Sanders right there. You got any thoughts on this hassle? Because um, I figured this is the most anti-Kirk Ferentz, Matt Campbell thing. Yeah, go go ahead, guys. Uh, skip practice and uh, go off to Paris to to mo- awful clothes. Who would wear these clothes? Why well, do you need? How- why do you need this leather jacket, like this <laughs> fur jacket, if you're wearing shorts? Horrible, horrible fashion here. That's how every fashion show is, isn't it? Though, I mean, the the fashion always seems horrible. I've got no problem with it. These guys love this stuff. This is Dion's thing. Yeah, work it. Come on, man. You gotta. You 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 think this is uh? Whatever happened to blue jeans and a flannel shirt? <laughs> not everybody is. Not everybody has your Bondurant style. These clothes you know? are terrible. If these guys are walking, you know what, Boulder. Hippity dippity Boulder probably likes this. They could probably walk around Boulder dressed like True. this. And hey, great killer boots, man. <laughs> I look college football these days is just it's a new era, man. You got you got to accept it. <laughs> it's like the NBA. Like, do you follow Tyrese Halliburton on like Instagram? And Niang does this too. Like every day. They have like pressure on them to be dressed fancy yeah. as they walk into the arena. And and Chris Murray is the exact opposite. Like he doesn't. Yeah, he's, he's got like Keegan. A I'm sorry, on. Keegan. I need to talk to Niang about that at some point. So Niang's Mr. Fashion now too? Yeah, well, he thinks he is. George thinks that he's GQ and he's he's just simply. Now Tyrese is. Tyrese is always. Yeah, he's always ready to roll. 
anyways, wanted to throw that out there. Um, the Iowa State women's game against TCU on Saturday has been canceled. TCU is four. They forfeited last night's game. They forfeited the game against Iowa State on Saturday. And the women's basketball program currently is holding open tryouts to full-time students to walk on for the remainder of the season, Hassel. What is, is like, going... What What happened? Have they said, like, what... So, from what I understand... So they only have, like, four players left? Well, they've got freshmen that they are wanting to keep... They're trying to redshirt them. So they don't want to well, play them. Oh, come on. So here's my thing. That's ridiculous. You got to play it. So there's you know how many scholarships you have to burn the red shirt. And do you know how many scholarships women's basketball programs get? Do you know this? No. 15. Really? Yeah. Men get 13. Women get 15. It's a title nine thing. The, the, there's no excuse for this with 15 scholarships. There's absolutely none whatsoever. Well, and when you have Reg, I, I thought that they were just totally out of bodies that, that could actually go out there. You, you're telling me they've got these people that are 100% healthy, but they're just trying to redshirt, and now they're forfeiting games and asking for tryouts? Apparently. That doesn't seem right. So we got that going on. I've never heard of anything like that. Have you? No. I mean, it, it, no, it I reminded me of COVID times. Like, I yeah. was, I opened up the article and I was expecting to read, well, we're in COVID protocol. The team is on lockdown. I, I think a team has to have a certain amount of scholarship players available. And I think they've had enough injuries to scholarship players that the players on their bench right now are either true freshmen that they want a red shirt or walk-ons already. So, well, jeez. So that that happened. Uh, Hassel's on his way to Iowa tomorrow. Mm. He's calling a U and I game on Saturday for CBS Sports Network. And did have you seen the forecast? Have you yeah, seen Van the, Wick, pull, pull up. The, is that the Cedar Falls forecast? This is the Iowa Everywhere Amber Alexander forecast. So, but we all know Cedar Falls is yeah. way worse than Des Moines. It's the wind tunnel. Yeah, it, it Cedar Falls is the coldest place I've ever been. In Iowa. I would agree. Like, yeah. If I, anytime I had to travel up there in the winter, it was always 10 degrees colder because the, it's just, you're out on a, just everything's flat on that campus and the wind is just blistering. There's always snow on the ground. Saturday, what does that say? Saturday morning, it's going to be minus 15. Uh, the wind chill. That's the wind chill? No, wait, that's the actual temperature. Never yeah, mind. that's what I thought. Yeah. This isn't just wind chill this is we're great. talking about. I'm so glad that you have to experience this. Why? I wish that you would have been here last week when it was minus like 30. How is it still this bad there? Like you guys have been going through this for weeks now. Amber was saying that this is one of the worst systems in like 10 years. It's starting to get better when you leave. It'll be above freezing. <laughs> Yeah, Look, yesterday can, was like handle the it was like twenty, and it felt hot. Like I, I didn't even. I'm not kidding. Mm-hmm. I, I had to run an errand, and I left my office, and I didn't even take a coat yesterday. 
20 degrees and you didn't take a coat? Mm-mm. It was balmy out. It was like 70 degrees warmer than what we had last week. So I'm going up there. Uh, my analyst is also a Florida guy, Mike O'Donnell. And he's been in Florida his whole life. He yeah, you're not a in, Florida guy. Quit saying No, that. but but I'm, I've been here for six years now, six plus years. And he didn't even know that this kind of weather existed in the United States. This will be good for him. This is going to be terrible. Like, I, I, I hate to feel this way about returning to Iowa. What are you bringing for, like, a coat? Do you even have a coat for this now? I don't. I no longer have, like, a, like a parka or anything like that. All I have parka. is, like, a dress coat. And that's yeah, not just wear do. that. You'll be fine. No, I won't. I'm going to I'm going to bring my You don't scarf. even need gloves. You'll be fine. I've got a scarf, gloves, stocking cap. Um I'm just going to have to bring like multiple coats. Usually I will bring a carry-on. That's it. I might have to check a bag with all of the layers I'm going to have to bring you for this trip. Guy. What's some advice you can give me for this kind of cold? Because this is just a different level of alcohol. <laughs> Wear gloves. gloves alcohol and key. gloves. That's gloves it. Are the key. Gloves yeah. and a hat are the key, in my opinion. Keep that head warm. Keeps everything warm. Do you still have some like nice thick boots too, like snow boots? No. I, I guess you're not going to so. be. Yeah. Hat and gloves, I would say. Is it still? Is there still a bunch of snow on the ground? <laughs> like two feet. Two feet of snow. Yeah. Oh my god. And, and it ain't melting anytime soon either, brother. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm dreading. I hate. I hate this about Iowa. I always because I love Iowa. I have so many friends there. All my family's there. But it seems like every time I come back, I dread it because either it's 95 degrees too. or it's minus 15. And there's we're getting no more snow tonight too. By the way. Is Brent? Amber's got a new oh forecast up. You guys can go and go watch Amber's forecast. You'll see everything you need. But again, this is Cedar Falls. I'm not. This isn't. Uh, this isn't Des Moines. Des Moines practically the south compared to Cedar Falls. All them Yankees up in Cedar Falls. Hey, this is the biggest giveaway we've ever done. Zach Bryan kind of took the entertainment world by storm last year. Our partnership with the Iowa Event Center, this is so cool that they're allowing our audience to have this opportunity. Uh, you can go to iowaeverywhere.com and enter our contest to win a four-pack of suite tickets to Zach Bryan's April 25th show at Wells Fargo Arena. You get food and drinks with it, and you get to watch the concert with me. How great is that? You get to sit and watch him. Do we call him? We 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 we've had this talk, Matt, when he was at Hinterland. Is he country music? Can we call him that, or is it folk? I would call him country music. Um, what does he sing? Like, give me a song that he sings. He doesn't sing radio crap like you like. So he's not on the radio. Not not a lot. He is some, but yeah, oh, he's. On. I mean, I've heard of, I've heard the name. He's I, huge. I, the amount He's, of people sing I had, a song for me. Alt country, they call it. Alt Alternative country. country. Yeah. Sing a yeah. song of his for me. 
Matt, can you play anything or will it get us all taken down? Um, maybe. He's got he's got a couple. I don't know. He's got one that's like I think it's called Going South or Yeah, Going South is probably his biggest song. Maybe. The I'm going something in, south. something in the orange, something in the orange. Something in the something orange. Something in the orange. I, I think I've heard that song. He's a really something, big deal. It's isn't this, it something in the orange? <laughs> this will be one of the highest demand concerts in the last decade at Wells Fargo Arena, my opinion. And we've got this awesome contest that we're able to run. And, and you, did, you get to Matt, sit in a suite with me. I mean, come and on. Matt told you, right, that he's throwing in the Iowa Everywhere Death Trap hat to the winner. <laughs> this one right here? Yep. I got it right Winner here. gets the Death Trap hat. Look at that thing. Wait, what? All right. is, does that still have like a padding inside of it? I mean, that's just the paper. You might need to keep that in. If you keep yeah, the maybe. paper in, maybe it won't hurt you as much. Go to iowaeverywhere.com to enter that contest. We'll get to some more college basketball. I do have a, this is a, a really big deal to us, Chris, that we have a new sponsor for the show and... I'm excited about this one. It's DRF Sportsbook. Here's why I'm so excited about it. Is because they the only state that these people are in is the state of Iowa. And we have a lot in common, our two companies, where I want to help these guys climb, not from the bottom, that's not what I'm saying, but these are the little guys in this world and I want to help them climb to the top and show them what our loyal Iowa everywhere audience can do for them. You can go download the DRF sportsbook app. You can currently get a $300 deposit deposit match and a $50 bet credit by using the promo code Iowa 300. That's Iowa 300. And this is cool because they want to use like you and me to give our own parlays and stuff that will be on the app when people log in oh. and they can play along with us. What do you think about that, Jack? I like that. I, I, I like that. Like the two guys named Chris, parlay of the week. So I can pick my own parlay? I can yeah. be like, yeah, so uh, like Brock Purdy, two or more interceptions plus 49ers lose. Shut up. It's like Golik does the ones for uh, you know DK. Yeah, yeah, you hit on one of Golik's. I did. It made me some money. You guys. It was funny. So you, Golik put out Golik Junior put out uh, that bet. I can't remember where we were, but Matt was texting me that night. He's like, I got only one more needs to hit, and I'm Golik's thing's gonna hit. And then the next week, you saw him. (laughs) I did. I didn't thank him in person. He he took a vig from you. He took ten percent. Yep. Well, you want my parlay for the weekend? Yeah. All right. I put this together, so the odds could have changed just a little bit. I pulled up the DRF app yesterday and created this. So I'm going with an NFL weekend. I wish we could have gotten the Bills at two and a half, but it had moved to three, so I wanted to stay true to it. I think the Bills beat the Chiefs. That's my favorite play of the weekend. I'm rooting for the Chiefs. I think it's way more... Well, I don't know if I am. I am rooting for the Chiefs because I like the local flair... I like Mahomes. It's better well, for us. You're rooting for the, the Chiefs, Chiefs over the Bills? It's better for us if the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. I have friends who are Chiefs fans. I don't root against them. I think the Bills will win this game. 
considerably. Like I, we are completely I, overreacting to what the Chiefs did to your Miami Dolphins because <laughs> Miami was not winning that game in that cold. Like that was hindsight. We should have yes. all put our mortgages on the Chiefs in that game, knowing what the temp was going to be. That was all a, that. That was a virtual lock. Yes. Yes. But so I, I, I like I, I I think most of the country is going to be rooting for the Bills. They're tired of the Chiefs. They've already won two titles. A lot of people are pissed off about the Taylor Swift stuff. They're tired of Travis Kelsey. And the Bills are like, you got the Lions in the NFC as the feel-good story. The Bills are even more so in the AFC. All the heartache that they've had over the years. And I I do think the Bills win, but... I, that was at we'll two see. and a half, so keep an eye. It could pop back down potentially. I'm worried I, about the Lions. That Lions pick, though. I I I, I would go the other. So way I like. That. So I actually got this when it was six. You would you would take the Bucks. So here's my theory. I just I, just, I the feel Bucks, like there's a little bit of a letdown coming because the Lions just had their like Super Bowl moments, and now they've got to do it all over again. I get it. But I just don't think the Bucks are that good. I don't think I think the Rams are the considerably season. better than the Bucks right now. I agree. I agree. But the Bucks, no pressure on them. Baker Mayfield's feeling himself. Feeling himself. Feeling himself. That's what the kids say. He's feeling himself. And then I'm going 49ers Packers over 50 and a half. Uh, I think that'll be a high-scoring game. And that gets us to plus 641 on the DRF app. So there you go. Bills minus three. That's, that's, a pretty good, that's a pretty good payout if you hit that. There you go. Free Williams, money what right did, here, everybody. You never... You know, it was weird to me is that like for the first, I don't know, five, six weeks of the season, every week we're on here giving out our picks for the Circa Millions, and then you just mm-hmm. stopped. I stopped? Yeah, you stopped giving them out. You stopped t- saying what our picks were. Yeah, once you stopped you, saying well, how we were doing. Once you guys I, got I'll tell you why. Once you guys got eliminated. No, no, no. That's we Survivor. We're talking I know, millions. Here. I know, but you were too depressed. The reason we did that, though, is because we were waiting until Saturday to make the picks because the injury reports got so heavy. That's true. but So we stopped making you, picks on You Thursday. did really, really, really good. Like We did. We had a really our, good we, year. We were, we were way above 500. I mean, we were either 3-2 and two or 4-1 and one just about every, every week. week. Yeah, we had and, like three bad weeks the whole year. And your other entry was even better with loot. Yeah, I think we were finished seventeen games over five hundred. So that's we had a that's good, really good. That's really good. Thank you. Hopefully, saw, we can. My, uh, these parlays are hard Doug to Kazarian, hit. But. Did you see what he did? He he finished no. like fourteenth in in millions. Did he really good for and him? And he got a big fat check. Yeah, nice. We were close. Well, do us a favor. Uh, you can get a great kickback there from our friends at DRF Sportsbook. We're really wanting to show them what the Iowa Everywhere audience can do for them. And these are really cool people that we've gotten to know and really enjoy. Uh, so download that app today. There you go. That's my parlay. Bills, Lions, 49ers, Packers, over. Uh, Brock Purdy versus the Packers. Good point here by you, Hassel. He's the only non-first-round quarterback playing in the divisional round. Good pull. And he and he's the last pick in the draft. 
not only is there not a second rounder or third rounder, fourth rounder, he was seventh round last pick, and he's the only one. I Pete Prisco yesterday on CBS Sports HQ, he said his play of the week is the 49ers to go down. Oh. So he definitely wants you to take the points in the Packers then at nine and a half. Mm-hmm. He thinks that Jordan Love is going to do it. What would that do to you, little Van Wink? Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. I, look, if, I think nine and a half is a lot, though. I I would play if, the Packers to cover that, but I think the Niners win. I'm waiting for it to go down because th- this is just a fade the Packers moment for me. I think if they're really good. happens, though, if the I'm 49ers lose this game, you this sets up an offseason of, oh, my God, is Brock Purdy really the guy? You know that, right? Yes. I think e- even if they even if they lose in the NFC Championship game, I think that's still going to be the big Which topic. is not fair. It's not. Yeah, I'm with you. It's not. But that's because what it's going to be. If he was a first-round pick, none of this heat would be on him. Agreed. With the exact same performance, you know? Agreed. But you're right. I mean, people are skeptical. People say, well, that's why he was a seventh-round pick if he... There was some trash talk. I saw the Packers or the Packers defense is running its mouth a little bit. I think the Packers are really good. They're also very young. And I think this is an opportunity to fade them because people are they're so high on them right now. And rightfully so with what they did at Dallas. Like I'm not I'm not blaming you. 49ers have been sitting back, completely rested up. You know, maybe that works against them too. Maybe they're mm-hmm. a little bit rusty coming out we we It's always that. interesting to see if how that week of rest. This this week though the divisional round there's generally not a ton of big upsets. You just don't see it very often. They do happen sure. sometimes, but you don't see it very often. The I uh, would move what? to the 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 news that's breaking as we are recording this podcast. What's what's what what's that? Chad Lystico reporting that the University of Iowa interviewed several sitting ADs around the country, but has settled on Beth Getz as athletic director. She officially succeeds Gary Barta. Good. This is not surprising. No. We all saw this coming, and I think many of us would riot if it didn't happen. Like Beth Getz is the person for that job. She has Prove that over the last several months. She's ready to lead. She's done things that Gary Barta would never do. So I think Iowa fans are, are really happy today learning that Beth Getz is going to be the one driving this program. I also like that it's over now. There's no more interim. Like yeah. she can, she can. Probably act. went on too long. I probably, and I don't know how much of that is legal reasons. Yeah. Cause you point. have to, you have to hold a fair search. But there's no way that she wasn't always going to get this job unless she made some horrible mistake. So far, she, she's been everything you could have hoped and even then some. Yeah, I don't, I don't have anything to add. I, I never thought that anybody would get the job other than her. And I think she's done a good job. And congratulations. Maybe we can get her on the show sometime. 
They like me over in Iowa City. I have a lot of. Do you know that? Why do they, they like, like you me? over there? I don't know. They, they like well, They yeah. definitely like me more, like you more than me. Ever since you wore those ripped jeans over there, you're just. Oh, the, yeah. Those uh, bedazzled jeans yeah. that you were shooting hoops with Caitlin Clark in. You should be in Fashion Week with Shadur. <laughs> Dude, that's the next spoof we need to do. <laughs> we should do that tomorrow when you're in town. We should do a Iowa spoof. Everywhere Fashion Week. <laughs> oh, my God. You can wear the Iowa Everywhere hat. It's a real fashion. With oh nothing else. Just a banana hammock in the Iowa Everywhere hat with your head bleeding. There's blood dripping down your chest. <laughs> It'd be art. <laughs> uh, clones got punked by BYU. Ugh. Ugh. Boy, I was wrong about that. I thought they would split this week. Beat BYU, lose to TCU. Now they got to go the other way. Iowa's on its best win streak of the year as far as like counting like real teams that they're playing, not counting the non-conference games. And they host Purdue coming up on Saturday. You mentioned Iowa State is at TCU. You'll be in Cedar Falls. Northern Any Iowa's chance, What time's the Iowa game? What time is the Iowa game? Oh, let's look that up there. I've got I need the, to know uh, this because I have an idea. I think you should try and I've got the schedule. You want me get to try to, to Carver pull a double Hawkeye? Dip? No, it's one double dip. It. One o'clock Central Time. Oh, perfect! It, I, I, it's not possible. You know, it understand. is possible. No, it's it not. is possible. It's I have contacts possible. over at Iowa. I will see if I can get Fran McCaffrey's personal seats for you right behind the Iowa bench. <laughs> well, here's the problem, and you don't get it because you you don't call games. I'm not. No, you're right. I'm not a national. I'm not a national and nationally respected sports journalist like you. I'm just a hack from Iowa. So Southern Illinois has their shoot around at 1130. Northern Iowa has their shoot around at two. We have to go to those. Like I, I need to go to those. I need to talk to both coaches. I need to see both teams. I can't be somewhere else. Have you and that. have you and Jake got everything settled? You guys are good now? That's so funny you asked. I was just thinking about that last <laughs> night. I'm st he still has me blocked on Twitter. I'm going to I'm going to you know what I should do? I should you get a take picture. Take your phone and be like, "Yeah, Jake, look at this. You blocked yeah, me." I, I want to get a picture of that shows he's that of him having me blocked on Twitter with me and him standing next to each other. Cuz like I said, I, I if if you missed our conversation on this, I don't know, a couple months ago. I was scrolling Twitter like, I don't know, two years ago. He had just gotten some milestone win. So everybody's congratulating him. And so I I get ready to do the same and I click on his his handle and it just says, you were blocked from following Ben Jacobson. I said, what? What? What's going on? I've always had a great relationship with Ben Jacobson. I covered... Some of their really good teams, like in 09 and 2010 when they went to the Sweet 16. I even flew on the team charter. <laughs> Which is and, rare. Yeah. Super rare. And so I I call him up, and he was like, oh, I, I didn't even know that I did that. Like He's like, the only thing I could think of is, I mean, I block anyone who uses profanity on my timeline. 
It's like, oh, well, there it is. Do you have any idea how many fans have come up to me at like events and be like, why did you block me on Twitter? Oh, I didn't even know I did that. I'm I'm really sorry. Yeah, I'll, I'll unblock you. Really? I didn't know you yeah, were the blocking type. That's just the type. That's the thing somebody says when they're trying to deflect. He knew he blocked you. But but the weird thing about it how is, do you not know you block somebody well the weird thing about it is is this we had a long conversation he said yeah i'm it must have been for that blah 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 we continued to have a, we talked for 20 minutes all great all yeah, good the kids still blocked now i does he use twitter anymore i don't know i can't tell cuz i can't i can't see his page but I'm I'm absolutely going to try. I, you to need to bring call him out on it. I don't care if he's a millionaire. Damn it! You are a nationally recognized sports journalist from the state of Iowa. He he should be grateful for your presence in Cedar Falls on Saturday. So should Fran McCaffrey, frankly. Fran McCaffrey if should I'm, be grateful that I'm if, going. If to I'm Fran Northern McCaffrey Iowa. and I know that Chris Hassel is flying to town to call the, I have already. I'll give you your own goddamn dressing room in Carver Hawkeye Arena. I am rolling out the red carpet for you. He he would try to find a way to keep me out of the arena. <laughs> what if you? I always got a big game. Side. By the way, big game against Purdue. What? Okay, so. Let me ask you this, and Iowa fans comment. I'd like to hear what you think too. Are do we think that the Hawks are showing like a lot of improvement, and we have more optimism towards the end of the year? Or is this a product of the schedule? What or can it be a can it be both? It probably is both. I mean, right? I think it's a little bit of both. I think we'll find out a lot more in this game. Three straight wins. They were an this underdog in their, Minnesota. This they, is their kryptonite, though, this matchup. Like, this is... Yeah, but it's at home. They're, di- they're a different team at home. They even went right. on the road and won at, at Minnesota. I mean, Minnesota's not great, but they were, I don't know, four-and-a-half-point underdogs, something like that. Three straight wins. I mean, look at the standings. They're... How many teams are in the Big Ten now? Is it 19 still... and a half. <laughs> well, they're, they're in the top half. And you win this game, they'll be like top five in the standings after an 0-3 start. Now, that's a big if. I don't know what the line is. We saw what happened at Purdue, but this is to- this is going to be a totally different game than that one. I'm not saying they're going to beat Purdue, but it should be a great crowd. It's There's no excuses here. This is Saturday early in the day. You're hot. They're the hottest team in the Big Ten. No one else has won three straight that I know of. You win this game, all of a sudden. Yeah, then it's a game changer, and you have like then, a trademark win. On. You have a mm-hmm. trademark win. Totally agree. I just, I'm curious. Have you looked up the Ken Palm projected line? I'll do it right no. now. No. I'm curious as to what that is. All right. Yada yada yada. Uh, seven points. Sounds about right. And I, I don't think, think that I'd, they can keep this a game. I think they can. The problem is just their interior defense is so bad, and that matchup with Purdue is just they're going to get so many easy buckets. If Iowa wins it, this isn't, you know, I'm not Mike Shashesky here. They're going to have to hit ten or more threes. 
to beat Purdue. Like that's that's yeah. the only recipe. I mean, I think Iowa to beat any good team is probably going to have correct, to do that. but especially one with a guy like Zach Eady and you know who they're the efficiency chart for Purdue is going to be off. They're going to be off the charts with Iowa's post defense. Sure, it's just a bad matchup. But not to say you can't win it. Mm-hmm. Home games you can. And I, look, I don't think anybody should expect them to win, but I think you can expect them to hopefully keep well, this a game. Keep this me, tight. Let me point out another thing for you here, Christopher. So, after this game, the Big Ten really is down this year. After this game, Iowa goes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Six of the next seven opponents are ranked higher than 50 on Ken Palm. There's only one that's not. That's Ohio State. They're ranked 45th. Michigan, 72. Indiana, 94. Penn State, 106. Minnesota, 93. Maryland, 68. If you, Even if you don't win this game, Iowa could get pretty hot here, all things considered. For what it's worth, Iowa's ranked 43rd in Ken Palm. So like this is if you're going to if you're going to kill this is the stretch of the schedule to do it because then you have 11 18 12 59 12 to end the year. You have real teams to play February 17th on. And I think the thing with this team right now is confidence. They've got confidence, they've got some swagger, they they're feeling great about themselves. Uh, and I think that's that's when they play the best. Iowa State on the other end, I really that BYU team is kind of an outlier the way that they play, the way I described it to a lot of people. It's like playing a Mike Leach, Texas Tech team just with the amount of threes that they shoot. It's kind of a burn the tape thing and you got to just go on to you can't get hung up on this. Their their schedule, the rest of the next one, it's kind of the opposite of Iowa's 23, 54, 13, 14, 49, 23, 28, 33, and 1. So... Mm. It's 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 brutal. You, you kind of just have to hold serve at home, but you you do want to look for one of these road games to kind of steal one if you can. Yeah, and TCU, you gotta I have, win. You got to take a road game at some point. I mean, you, yeah. you can't just expect to win every home game and be five hundred in conference, and that's that's good. I mean, you, you're gonna have to because I don't think you're gonna go undefeated at home. I don't I either. You're have to steal some of these road games, and I had also a friend of mine texted me panicked the other night oh where, where's the road win gonna come from and i was like i don't know but i didn't think they'd win at baylor last year they always sure surprise you at some point this will be around a pick em. I, I would guess tcu minus two kim palm has tcu minus one um but then you know the team when i watch, i watch a lot of big 12 basketball obviously you know who doesn't impress me much this year is baylor they don't impress me much. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Is Shania Twain douche country to you too? Uh, I mean, she's I a think everybody's douche iconic country. artist. You know what I just she saw? She was definitely, she benefited from the douche, douche country craze. No doubt about that. Breaking news. Uh, Reba mm-hmm. McIntyre is singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Oh, Jesus. Year, so. I thought you were going to say she died. Yeah, oh, I did too. Jeez, sorry. my oh, God, man. God. I, my heart sunk there. The queen. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Van Winkle. The next time you do that, you need to phrase it differently. Oh, Van Winks. All right. I got to get going. 
driving my kids home. This last story last night. I tell the girls, it's just us three in the truck. I say, hey, we always, we often do where we all request a song and we listen to it. My eight year old requested Go into the Big D and Don't Mean Dallas by Mark Chestnut. That's a song about divorce. <laughs> Did. Does she know that that's what it's about? No, she she just she doesn't know what the big D means. Could be a few different things. Could she thinks she she believes it's named after Dirk's our dog? Oh, that's cute. But like she's in the back seat, eight year old girl. She got the Jeep. We I got the <laughs> our, like like about the judge like splitting up the divorce. Cammy's just in the background jamming it out, singing it at school. That's great. And then my my four year old requested Alan Jackson. He's he's too old for like I I don't like country that old. Like, what do you mean that old? It's just too old. It's the best era of country music. Twangy. I'm just I'm not like a '90s country guy. It's got to be new. Tell us you're a douchebag without telling us you're a douchebag. Two guys named Chris. Bring it on. Bring on that douche country. I love it. (laughs) Always presented by Fairway Meat and Grocery. We'll see Hassle tomorrow. All right. Yeah, we're just going to... This should be just the theme song of the show from now on. Matty Van Winkle Productions, as always. Thanks Thanks to our friends at Channel Seed for presenting the studios. We'll be back on Monday here on Iowa Everywhere. Iowa everywhere.